0: Episode 15 starting up right now. Deontay Salim and I had a lot of fun. Just him and I last week we decided to run it back this time in celebration of everybody's Phoenix Suns getting back to the NBA Finals. Deontay, how did we get
1: here with the Suns? Um, you know, guys stepping up, you know, when other guys weren't weren't available, and you know. I feel like just great, great coach. I mean, you look at how this series started. Chris Paul wasn't available for the first two games. So, and, you know, in, in response, guys like um Camp Payne stepped up and, you know, veteran leadership from guys like Jay Crowder. Then once Chris Paul came back, you know, they really showed their, their importance. Um, DeAndre Ayton stepping up, Devin Booker, you know, breaking his nose, just, Putting a mask on it, coming back. And then um, taking the mask off right away. Yeah, you know, I guess he he's not Rip Hamilton after all. So, you know, just this guy stepping up, coaching. Um, I feel like this is just shows you how good of a coach a guy like Monty Williams is, you know, coming back from what he came from in his personal life and, you know, leading Phoenix to the, you know, first finals in uh, what, since what, 94? since when they play Phoenix, or was that 93? I think it was 93. or not, It was either, yeah, yeah. First final since 93, I believe. I don't know, don't quote me on that, I'm not a historian.
0: Didn't they make it, weren't they the last team to play the Bulls before the Jazz
1: in the finals?
0: So they, they, saying,
1: they probably, they might've been, let me look that up really quick. So
0: that'd be what, 96? That's not right,
1: right? Because
0: 90, 93 was like the Rockets, and well,
1: oh yeah. So I was right. It was ninety three. So yeah, mm-hmm. ninety ninety five. I I mean in ninety six, I believe they played the they played Portland. I don't know. Like I said, don't no. They didn't. They didn't play Portland. I don't know. No, Seattle. Yeah, they played Seattle. And then they played. Um, the Jazz twice, yeah, okay. That was coming back to me, but yeah. So, like I said, coaching, uh, veteran leadership, guy stepping up when other guys were down. So yeah, just an all around great, great series from the sense.
0: So it's twelve thirty on the East Coast. I guarantee within the next twelve hours, somebody—well, I don't want to say guarantee, but there's a strong possibility. I feel like that somebody in the Clippers be like, "Oh yeah, Kawhi did tear his ACL." We just, you know, didn't want to say anything just in case, which is so ridiculous because there was no way he was going to play at all. And mm-hmm. I don't want to make this about Kawhi, but I don't know why every single game it was like, oh, wow, Kawhi's not going to play." like, it was some surprise. We all knew he wasn't.
1: Well, I kind of got to to that point after he missed game three, when when they were down 0-2 um, and they said he's not playing. I was like, yeah, there's – there's no way he's playing. So I don't, so I don't think he tore his ACL because, you know, I haven't seen any type of brace. I haven't seen any type of crutches. I know they said you can, you know, walk on it, you know, walk and, I guess, run on a torn ACL as soon as it happens. But, you know, it was days and days and days, you know, passed by. So I don't, I don't think he tore it. I definitely think he possibly sprained it or it's just an all around sprained knee. Um, But yeah, I don't, I already knew he wasn't played, but you know, no surprise to me.
0: One guy I want to give a little uh, a little love to Wisconsin Badger Frank Kaminsky, first player in the twenty fifteen top ten to make an NBA Finals. Really? Taking a few spots below him, none other than Devin Booker, the former Kentucky Wildcat. So a couple 2015 guys teaming up in the desert, making the NBA finals, winning the damn thing for the Valley. How about that?
1: Really, I I actually did not know that. So that was the Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, yep, Azonia. Porzingis,
0: Okafor, first Mm -hmm. guy in that top 10 in the National Basketball Association finals.
1: Wow, that's, well, and and it's funny because guess who went right after um, Devin Booker? the uh, camera camera Look at um, that. It's all, all coming full circle. I mean, yeah, I mean, I was high on the Clippers when the season first started, especially after they got Chris uh Chris Paul. Um I mean he just kind of he I feel like he was kind of I don't they they haven't won it yet. So I'm not going to you know just, just crown them immediately but but this kind of felt like the Tom Brady move to Tampa Bay. You know, you have a lot of great pieces. You just don't really have that one guy that elevates them as a whole to that next level. And once again, they mentioned this during the um, broadcast in the bubble last year, they finished off A A and O. So you kind of saw, okay, we have the pieces in in place to be a, a good team. Now how and who gets us, over the top. And we all saw, it It was a guy like Chris Paul and veterans like Crowder stepping up and, you know, they've always had had a good team. They just really needed to come together and, you know, finish off the job.
0: Christopher Paul is going to get the, this is going to be the summer of Chris Paul. He's not gonna play in the Olympics, but he is going to get 30 different calls from general managers across the league begging for him to come jay crowder is finally going to win that ring and jay crowder is going to get a four-year max from some team that does not need jay crowder that is eventually going to trade him but i'm so happy he's going to get his money jay crowder is a winner chris paul is somehow still doing it one of the best leaders i've ever seen and this sun's team is just so much fun to watch i don't think in any sport i've seen I don't want to say like a country, but it feels like a good chunk of us really rally behind a team like we have the Suns. I don't think anybody wants them to lose.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said, you have your field, field goal story in Chris Paul, he's finally getting to it after, you know, year 16. And then you have Devin Booker. I've never met anybody who's sat down and said, I don't like Devin Booker. That's just, that's just practically impossible. And then DeAndre Ayton. Nobody, nobody said. People said they might have been disappointed in the you know, way he started his career, but you see, he stepped up. He's balling now, and especially once again, like I said, Marty Williams. You know, him overcoming what he did and what was OKC when he was an assistant coach. He lost his his you know his wife to to a car accident, and you know just him not you know letting you know the tragedies of you know of life derail him from his you know success in his you know professional job and hopefully I'll be personally rooting for Phoenix in his finals no matter who they play coming out of the east but yeah like I said this kind of feels like America as a whole is rallying behind behind Phoenix because they're just the overall feel-good team the feel-good story.
0: One one other thing I want to talk about uh, and then we're going to shift gears a little bit about things that just like the country loves, like Rachel Nichols on the sidelines, just awesome. She's like so good at what she does. Doris Burke kind of gets like all the love for being an analyst, but like Rachel Nichols mm-hmm. is one of the top NBA people. I, I just wanted to throw that in there. We were talking about like the Suns, and she's got like red hair and stuff. So.
1: Sounds like, sounds like you have, you have a a little, uh a little, little question on uh, Rachel Nichols over there, man.
0: I, I, Like, if Rachel Nichols was like, hey, I'm going to cross you up, I'd be like, all right.
1: I mean, well, I've personally, I've always liked Rachel Nichols because, you know, growing up, I always watched ESPN and stuff like that. And it kind of felt off when she left for, I believe, Turner. And I think she was working college games. I believe somebody, it just felt weird because I didn't feel like that was her. And, you know, once she came back, you know, she got you know, her own, not her own show, but she was kind of the the, the host of her own show on ESPN. And, you know, she's, she she kind of is that, outside of Burke, obviously, she is that female presence within ESPN. She is a female presence in basketball, you know. She's just an all around, you know, swell, swell, gone, swell, swell gal. And, you know, it kind of helps that it, she is from the DC area. So I kind of have something else to refer for.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but just what the NBA does very well is like the female representation. We talked about there's Doris Burke, Rachel Nichols, Taylor Rooks, you see everywhere on NBA Twitter. She's very big and a, a big Hawks fan, which is like annoying because I don't like Atlanta. I don't feel let done
1: it, well. let Washington, it go. Washington's
0: okay. I, I can, you know, Washington's fine. Maybe if like Kyle Schwarber didn't hit a dinger every time he went up to the plate, but. But yeah, uh, I I don't want to say her name because I know I'll get it bad. But uh, Roz Gold, she I like her I knew, a lot.
1: Uh, I ya, I think I think, think that's how you. I know I know exactly yeah. who you're talking uh, about. She used to work work for Golden State.
0: Yeah, uh, Chennai on ESPN. Rebecca Harlow, that's my girl at MSG. Mm-hmm. So NBA is doing a good job. NBA has got a lot of voices that aren't just you know there to be there. We all, yeah. you know, enjoy hearing them, and have a lot of good insight to the game that is interesting in a storyline-driven league such as the Association. Exactly. So, Phoenix gonna get a little more time off. Chris Paul, also by the way, clinched two different series in Staples Center.
1: I actually realized that when when the game started winding down, I was like, "Damn, they just beat the Lakers in six in the first round." At home, well, um, on the road, and then they did—they do the same thing to the Clippers. That's crazy. It's—it's—it's it's, it's kind of coming back full circle. I mean, we all know the way things ended with Chris Paul and the um, Clippers. It ended ugly. Like I said, he had beef with Austin Rivers, Doc Rivers, which I don't really blame him for. Blake, Blake Griffin, the other Jordan, etc. You know, just seeing them come back to Staples versus the Clippers. You know, finally achieving what he's always wanted to. Like I said, it's just another addition to this whole feel-good narrative for Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns.
0: Talking about feel-good, I kind of want to make, I guess, feeling bad. It's weird to talk about on here, but I get it. Steve Ballmer's like stupid rich and like owns the team. But this guy like groped two people at courts. It was so uncomfortable, and then yeah. I saw it
1: posted. So bad. it like that is one of the worst things. <laughs> I mean, well, well, we we all know, you know, Steve Steve Ballmer, you know, his persona. I, he's a yeah, but he's like, a come guy. on, man. I know. I know you gotta like. You're just <sighs> two two handfuls, man. Yeah, two. His
0: boys like didn't it took a little a little
1: long to tell him like no Steve like come on. I mean I, I mean I mean well well Steve was jumping and screaming, his boys were jumping and screaming. It was it was it was a lot of moving parts, so you know. Yeah, but his his boys had to be like mm-hmm, this this isn't basketball anymore. Yeah, but at this at the same time, I'm pretty sure this isn't the first time doing it. It just happened to be the one time that they got him on on camera on national television. So, oh, they do what they were doing. They showed the as soon as they came back, and they were not talking over it. Oh. I know, I know. It's it's weird, but like I said, this is who Steve Ballmer is. He's a real high energetic guy. It just doesn't surprise me. It's just I didn't expect to see it on live TV. So that's yeah. that's that's all the really is.
0: Yeah, he did that all right. <laughs> um we're talking about uh so i'm shocked it took me this long to bring this up i was right when i said maybe two weeks ago i, I okay yeah i said it on i think it's episode two of the exam x Ex asked me what i thought about this series i said somebody was going to get badly hurt devin booker broke his nose you, you I, did. I i said Pat Bev or Jay Crowder is going to just run wild on some man. Jay Crowder was tame. Pat Bev was not at all. Paul George, I don't think Paul George knows his depth perception at all. This guy just elbowed anything he saw. And then people are like, oh, wow, what a move. So I guess, like, Chris Paul is fine with it now that he's in the NBA Finals and he's not like a me- – well, I mean, he's still going to be that meme. But, like, I know. a Chris Paul was – Paul George was elbowing everything like he was in in an octagon. I've never seen anything like that. And then DeMarcus Cousins looked like he wanted to literally kill Chris Paul. So that's why he elbowed him right in the jugular. Almost killed that man. And then Pat Bev just two-handed shoves Chris Paul. Then he's like starting to take his pants off in the locker room. Like what was in the air in Los Angeles? We got to ask
1: Preston because he was actually at the game. But LA is weird, man so I'll agree with that last one. L.A. is weird. It's weird as hell. Um, but looking at, I mean, let's, okay, let's start with DeMarcus Cousins. We all, well, at least from what I've, I've known, ever, ever since he played for the Kings, he's never really been the biggest Chris Paul guy. I remember when Isaiah Thomas went to go shake Chris Paul's hand after a game, once you can, um, you can look it up, how he was literally forcibly pulling Isaiah Thomas away from Chris Paul. Like, no, you're not going to shake his hand. That's not what we're doing. Then there's a infamous meme. Well, there's a famous meme of Chris Paul literally just flopping off of the Marcus Cousins. And you saw Chris Paul flopped during the game. So there's a little little bit of history there. Um, And Patrick Beverly literally putting all his little force into shoving Chris Paul in the back. That's just stupid. Game's over. I guess he just wanted to get an early shower. And I guess, you know, miss the media, which I'm pretty sure he's not gonna do anyway, because you know, we all know Patrick Burley loves to talk. And um finally, Paul, I Paul George, I'm a Paul George guy. I hate that move because it's like he if you just even have his, yeah, like even if you have his hand. If you have your hand is out just defending him, he'll literally lean into you and just rip. And all of a sudden, arms are flying. You know, he can hit somebody. And you saw he hit Devil Booker in the face on his already broken nose. So it's just like, dude, you they have to it's almost like the whole I guess he's trying to do what Dwayne Wade used to do back in the day.
0: But it's like it's like when Dirk tried to kick dudes when he did that step back. Yeah, and then KD yeah. started to do it.
1: Yeah, it's just like if if they're going to keep calling it a foul, then I don't see why he wouldn't do it, but at the same time they just have to stop this because I just don't don't like it as a whole. It's just just a bad look.
0: Yeah, and I don't want the NBA to be unsafe. I want the players to have a lot of fun. I want the games to be clean and I don't want anyone to be hurt. Exactly. I I really did mean that. I said it in a very weird way, but I just, yeah, I it's watch
1: basketball. Yeah, yeah, like you're here to watch the basketball. Game. You're not here to watch a guy, you know, throw, you know, throw, throw John Jones elbows and you know Patrick Beverly just, you know, two hands shoving guys and this just just play the game, do what you do best, basketball wise, and just stop with these stupid moves that Paul George does. I just don't understand it i'm just sitting just watching you throw these elbows it's the funniest mm-hmm. thing in the world
0: <laughs> yes let me drill my ah, gotcha three-pointer in your face
1: <laughs> yeah oh man this has to go on on tiktok or something because that's 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 hilarious uh, yeah you know somebody... like
0: i don't i don't get it like your art doesn't go this way when you're hey i, I never played basketball though so i don't know my mom i was i'm six feet tall now mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I'm six feet tall, confirmed. Take that, X. I was I was a very short kid. I did not grow until I was after 18 years old. My mom never let me play basketball. She said mm-hmm. that my uh, self-esteem wouldn't be able to take it. Because <laughs> I'm not this, no, like this this for real. Like she was afraid. She knows nothing about <laughs> basketball, but was petrified that I would just constantly get blocked. And like, I would get depressed. <laughs> And I'm now 22 years old and I'm like, you should have just let me play basketball because I wouldn't bring it up like I do now. And I never got to play. I just really wanted to. Yeah, it would have been bad, but a team game, I'm a good passer. I got good fundies.
1: I never
0: got to play, Deontay. I wanted to play basketball.
1: I know, I know, I never man. I forgot to. Hey Amen. Hey Amen. Look, you need to go out on those New Jersey courts, man. You know, live out, get your childhood dreams. Dude, man.
0: I'm old now. Like, I play for a half hour and then it's like, yeah, I got to sit and I got to restretch. And <laughs> I'm going to be sore the next day. And I'm like too hydrated. I, I, I'm I, constantly like drinking some kind of something. Hey,
1: water. Hey Amen. Hey man, you gotta you gotta start from ground ground zero. I can't get back
0: up. knees though. I'm not I'm
1: too young to get a knee
0: surgery, and then it's like I'm
1: I'm never gonna hoop. Hey man, look look if 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 you really want to go out and, and hoop and you know prove prove your mom wrong, you you just got to do it, man. You just gotta I don't do have it.
0: a I don't have a good shot. It's too late now. I'm six feet tall. You know I'm this. Giant, lanky guy. It's over for me. Now I just got to talk about it. And it's, like, not fair. I've never played the sport, so I shouldn't be able to, like, critique people. But, like, here I am. 15 episodes in.
1: Doing that thing. Hey, man. Got to start somewhere, man. Throwing blows, you know? Hey, man. At least you're not, you know. I'd rather you you be where you are, are now. Than to be like a Ben Simmons, to where you know you're gonna pay. That guy just bought an eighteen million dollar house. I would have mind being Ben Simmons. <laughs> I mean, as far as basketball wise, I don't mean life wise. <laughs> basketball wise, I mean he he, he can't shoot. To talk about trading him, so you know, I'd rather that, be. He's got like
0: a kangaroo. He lives in the Hollywood Hills.
1: He's from Australia. That's that's what they do. They buy they buy kangaroos and you know weird stuff. So you know.
0: So there actually is another series still going on, unfortunately. The Atlanta Hawks, Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis, who knows? I don't think he's going to play. Which yeah. Is unfortunate for yeah, many th- reasons.
1: Yeah, they, I, I think they said he's doubtful for game five. So, I mean, no, yeah, game five. Game yeah. six. Wait, is it five or six? Oh, no. no yeah, five. Two yeah, so, you know, he's down for game, game five. Um, you know, seeing what happened, I, I saw what happened with his leg once. I don't want to see it again. It was just awful. But good thing they said there's no structural damage. But at the same time, we don't know what's going on with Atlanta and Trey Young's ankle, I believe, or his foot, whatever it is. So, could be a battle between, you know, you know, Kay, was Kevin his nickname, k Mon? Could be a you know a battle between Kmon and Chris Middleton.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm gonna say like, oh no way, would I watch that? Blah blah blah. I'm gonna watch it. It's gonna be like 80 to 74. <laughs> Chris Middleton's gonna take 19 shots and make four of them. Brooke Lopez well, is gonna be the hero.
1: Nah. Nah. I honestly I probably had have the Bucks win game, game five, um, because Middleton, for some reason he well, I don't know. Middleton's weird. It's like when when you don't ex, when you don't expect anything from him, you know he's Michael Jordan slash Kevin Durant slash Clay Thompson out there. But then you know when you start to really gain some type of respect for him, he goes out and plays like I don't know, plays like you know P, you know PG thirteen percent. He's just terrible. I mean. I don't know what to expect from that guy. But, ah, uh, you know what? I lied. I probably, if, if Trailing's playing, I'm probably going with the Hawks. Ah, uh, I, I don't know. I was weird. I can see either side winning. I know that's kind of a cop out, but I'm, I'm stuck.
0: Yeah, I, I really don't want to watch any more of these games. Like, I just want the Suns to win it all.
1: Are you saying that? Are you saying that because the overall thought of the Atlanta Hawks making the finals just kills you, or do you do you just not like watching?
0: I didn't like this series that much when Trey and Giannis played. Now that neither of them are probably going to play on Thursday, I just I just want it to be over.
1: Yeah, uh, this is uh, this is kind of where I was at mentally when I saw Brooklyn lose, even though. Half of half of America, especially guys like you, didn't want Brooklyn to win. I just truly felt like if Brooklyn played, they would have at least given you something worthy to watch.
0: Guys like me,
1: literally you and like the four Brooklyn
0: Nets fans wanted them to win. What are you talking about, guys like me?
1: You're a Knicks fan. You didn't you didn't want to see Brooklyn win. Nobody wanted Brooklyn to win. I wanted Kevin Durant to win mainly. So
0: but why? So he can get another meaningless ring, which is stupid to say, but everybody, that's how they would, you know, categorize it.
1: Let's, let's, let's move on. Cause I don't appreciate the Kevin Durant. I disrespect that's going
0: on. Hey, where's this newfound Kevin Durant love from? Like he burned you guys twice. Everyone's like, oh, he's coming home. And then it's like, nope, other side of the country up. Nope. You know, still in the tri-state area, but not in I always, DC. I
1: always, well, I, and I knew he wasn't going to give us a consideration this the second time. But the first time, I had some form of hope. But once the offseason came, I was like, yeah, he's not coming here. So we tried, but he didn't even give us a meeting. I don't really blame him. I wouldn't have gave this team a,
0: a meeting either. Why don't you jump up and down for Bradley Beal? That's the guy you can get behind. That's
1: the guy I can get behind. I am, but when you have Russell Westbrook, it kind of depresses you. My life is meaningless. So
0: potential of three more games in the Eastern Conference Finals. The way that the teams are now, who is going to, you know, make an appearance in the finals and then hopefully get bounced very quick?
1: I don't feel like... Honestly, I, I feel like no matter who came out of the East, the Suns should be favored because um, I kind of feel like these these Suns I want to say they have net, the, the recipe to stop Giannis, but I truly feel like they have the ability to either contain Giannis by putting a, a body on him, like a like a Jay Crowder, even though he's nowhere near as strong, nowhere near as tall or as athletic. I feel like he would at least give him some sort of, you know, I feel like he can kind of get to get to him mentally. Um, and I know I've heard recently that people have said that home court advantage is is a myth, but we we all saw what's what's been going on with Giannis, especially in, in game four when he's at the free throw line and you know they're, they're doing that 10 second count is he's airballing Fritos consistently now. And I feel like that Phoenix crowd is just a different breed. And like I said, just the overall talent from the Suns. I I could see them being them and the Atlanta Hawks is this was this would kind of be kind of like the whole Remember when the Thunder played um Miami in the finals was it 2012? How yeah. How the Thunder, they had a lot of great young pieces, but at the end of the day, the veterans from from Miami kind of took over and I guess ended it. I feel like it would be kind of that same narrative. So, um, yeah, no matter, once again, no matter who comes out of the East, I would probably roll with Phoenix.
0: So there's an NBA player from Germany. His name is Dennis Schroeder. Might have heard of him. L.A. Lakers this past year, six-man of the year, couple – did he win six-man last year, or was he second?
1: He was a runner-up to Montez Hero.
0: Okay. He thinks he is going to get a contract for 100 to $120 million. He really said this. He really means it. He obviously did not see how he played basketball this year. Mm -hmm. I I, he's great off the bench. I like Schroeder a lot. I wouldn't mind if the Knicks picked him up. I don't think he is a thirty-minute a game point guard. I think he can play, you know, twenty-five or coming off the bench and giving you twenty very well. I would not give him twenty to forty million dollars a year and. I wouldn't. He's not like your anyone's point guard of the future. Uh, Everyone thought he would work out a lot better on the Lakers, but obviously, you know, injuries happened to them, so it didn't go quite to plan. But I don't know where he's getting these numbers from, and who's telling him to say this.
1: Let me see something, because I know he started off his career in Atlanta, and he went to the he went to the Thunder, right? Yeah. I who did he did he play for anybody before that? Let me see. He's 27, so he's kind of coming into his own. No, he went straight from him. Dang, he's been on OKC for a couple years now. So I thought this is the problem with a guy like Schroeder, because you saw when he first got to Atlanta, I guess he was kind of stuck behind Jeff Teague. And then when it came time to pay Jeff Teague, they kind of shipped him away and I guess gave Schroeder that starting role. And I truly feel like his numbers weren't as good as what you expected. I mean, they were all right numbers, but at the end of the day that he wasn't that, you know, franchise guy that like, hey, we're gonna give you all of this money, take us to the promised land. He's just simply not that guy. And you saw when he was, he's always been kind of a backup. And then what you saw once he got to OKC for his first year or two, he was behind Russell Westbrook. And then during the 2020 season, he was behind Chris Paul. So when he got to the Lakers, Obviously, being next to Braun is going to elevate. You know, if you play bad, then you know all eyes are going to be on you even more. Um, he's just simply not that guy that you can rely on to, like I said, carry you. I mean, he's a solid piece, but for him to want, I'm assuming 100 million dollars to 120 is probably a, I don't know, a four four year deal. I mean, four five five year deal. I mean, who's going to pay him that much money? I mean. Like you said, he's a bench guy. He's an eye piece. He's a complimentary piece. So he'll probably get some money towards the teens as far as on uh, average annual salary. Or, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. He's, he's, he's eyed. Right. He ain't nothing special. So he, he's humble himself a little bit. How hot is it in Washington? <sighs> it's hot today tell you that so as of right now at uh almost one o'clock eastern it's 75 degrees outside um
0: so yeah. in new jersey it's been the coldest it's been since midnight on monday is like 73 degrees with like 95 percent chance humidity I, I don't know if I got to put, like, an expletive thing on this. I have not worn pants since Monday. It's, oh, it's too hot. Like, yeah. You, ugh. Yeah. And, I mean, like, this is a sports podcast, but, you know, it's whatever. You know, sports are unfortunately running towards the end, which we never think about, which I guess I, I'll bring up now. We never talk about, you know, last year we had the bubble in the NFL, and then there was that period in – November to, uh, you know, December, it was like six weeks of just NFL. Mm
1: -hmm. And that's,
0: that's coming up. It's just going to be just baseball, which I'm fine with. You're probably fine with. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's going to be a just hot outside, no pants, recording podcasts. That's my summer.
1: I mean, I mean, Hey, you know, I feel like if baseball gets more attention, that's always a good thing. I mean, yeah, like you said, last year was kind of it's kind of weird because around this time or just a couple of weeks later, I mean, baseball was, you know, starting up. The bubble was starting up. Um, Yeah, it, we, we were kind of spoiled with basketball that we normally didn't get. And um, yeah, it's going to be kind of a weird summer. I mean, it's not it's not going to be as weird. I mean, think it's currently July 1st, and the finals haven't started yet. If this is a normal season... Oh, yeah, free
0: agency would just be going on right now.
1: Yeah, so, you know, but once again, we're being spoiled with extra basketball. So, you know, I think said next season is going to start as as normal, so I believe the first game is going to be the last week of October. Oh,
0: boy, so we get another full season of players
1: complaining about a quick turnaround? Hey, it's this COVID happened. There's nothing really anybody, you know, can do as, as far as that. But I don't really fight like there's gonna be a lot of players complaining about it because if Phoenix wins it, they got their first ring. Chris Paul, pretty much everybody on the team got their first ring. Nobody's gonna complain about a, a quick turnaround. I just got my first championship. It was it's worth worth the sacrifice. Um yeah, I think every team besides Milwaukee, they're able one, one, since what, that's just since the Stone Age, so I mean, yeah, I don't feel like anybody's going to complain because Kevin Durant, Harden, Kyrie, LeBron—they've all been out for a good amount of time, so they they have plenty of time to rest. So I don't really really think it's going to be too much complaining anyway. Yeah, Julius Randle didn't complain anyways. Most improved player, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, he shouldn't complain after his playoff performance. That was dreadful. It's fine. We're gonna get him a lot of help. So
0: it's just good. okay actually I want to talk about this now we're talking about the Knicks. RJ Barrett is coming up in way too many trade rumors I don't like it RJ Barrett is the future of this team RJ Barrett's still growing he's going to get much much better he's going to be the guy that we all think yep. I am not trading him Obi Toppin quickly two first round picks and two pick swaps for Damian Lillard no. Okay
1: so okay so let me respond to that if, well, okay, let me get to your your personal point because I feel like you know you don't want to trade RJ Berry because I guess you're personally attached to him. I mean, you've seen him come from 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 college. You know, he's yeah. Somebody... I watched him
0: play at Duke. I watched him get drafted. I watched him in that awesome headband phase. I yeah. watched him give up the Maple Mamba nickname, which nobody really knew was a nickname. I. Watched him come back. I'm gonna watch him play for Canada.
1: It, so my question to you is like, do you see him becoming an upper echelon? Okay. Do you see him at least becoming a Chris Whittleton in the future? Uh, um, I, I see
0: him being, well, okay. Cause he's still young so you can you know still speculate a few years down the line but i see him being better
1: or have you seen the flashes from him like okay he can be a guy we can build around or is he just a guy that you currently have
0: that that's what i struggled with a lot with him this year he would show these moments of you know brilliance and then there was a lot of times that he would get passes and be very scared from the three point line and I don't want that. He did not show the killer instinct constantly like I would want to see out of him, Mm -hmm. but I feel like, you know, a playoff experience in your second year, you know, he didn't really have the best series, and it was only five games, but, you know, that still helps. He's still only like 20 years old, so, and Thibs is the right coach for him now. I don't care about him being burned out. If you're afraid of playing, you know, 35 minutes a game plus in the NBA, then don't play Hmm. but I think that there's enough there and I've seen enough in the couple years that I can say he's going to be the guy that we thought he would
1: okay I respect that um so let me get to my overall um, bigger point about trading all these players all these picks and pick swaps I I guess for Damian Lillard Damian Lillard's a he's a He's a good good player. He's a top 15 player. But I really feel like people truly – I don't want to use overvalue because that's kind of disrespectful. But I don't really feel like people truly understand who Damian Lillard is as a player. Damian Lillard can't be your best player on a championship team. That's just simply not who he is. Like He's not going to carry your team – to you know, that next level. He's a complimentary piece. Now, if you already have a team set in, So it's... Damian Lillard is essentially equivalent to Anthony Davis, right? Not saying he's as good as Anthony Davis because he's not. As, as far as just pure talent. And, you know, stature and all that good stuff. It's just a simple matter of Like I said, he could be your second best player, maybe third. You can't trade all these pieces. I don't know that one. Okay. Um. You you can't trade all these young players away if you don't have a championship team. Like, if you're the Knicks, can you win a championship building around him and Julius Randle? Like, how far is that going to get you? Now, you don't. Your depth really wasn't all, all that great in the first place. It's, it was cool, but it wasn't great. Now you get rid of that depth that you had. So I don't know. I just feel like Dame's a pretty solid player. He's not revolutionary or championship caliber. So this is how how I see it though.
0: And I don't like when teams trade. You know, the farm for one guy, like yeah. three people. If they can do the job of one, yeah. You know, it's more work or the same amount of work but you got to pay more people to do it but you know that's how it is one guy in the NBA cannot win a title and we know that very clearly now so you can't give up especially young talent it's one thing if they were like all on expiring deals these are all guys that have been drafted within the past two years you can't just you know and Damian Lillard it would just be the same thing it's Portland just orange and blue
1: so. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And at the same time, like you said, it's not one player can win a championship. That's why I said he's like Anthony Davis. You've seen, you know, teams trade a lot of young, young players and pieces to go and get that piece for a championship ready team. Like you saw what Brooklyn did. They traded away a lot of young players to go and get Harden because you already have Kevin Durant, you already have Kyrie Irving. You're just adding another great player to, to a whole duo of, of great players. Now you're a championship-contending team. And with the Lakers, they had LeBron. You bring in Anthony Davis. That got them a title last year. You can't trade, like I said, all these players and picks for David Lillard and pair him next to, no offense to him, but Julius Randle. That's not going to get you anywhere. The last thing I want to talk about
0: before we wrap up, our 15th go around at this. How far back does your chair bend? Cause like, you know, you see some clips of you like laughing and really getting into it. Like you go pretty far back. That thing's got some torque on it.
1: Yeah, um, I honestly think that um, bending it back further than what it, than what it should go sometimes. Um, Yeah, but this is as far back as I can go. Obviously, if you're listening to to the podcast, you can't really see anything. But yeah, that's as far back as I can go.
0: Because one of these times, you're gonna hit that haha, and you're gonna hit a little too deep, and then you're just gonna be on the floor, and yeah. then we're gonna be like, "Oh, where'd he go?" And he's gonna be like, "Oh, eh, yeah,
1: I'm ready. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for it. I can't. I can't wait until it happens. You know, it's gonna be in the you know the uh, sp- sports." Uh, Jesus Christ! I, was, I forgot the name. The uh, wave wavelengths. You know, all time bloopers. It's it's, it's, go, it's going to be up there in the uh in the history books.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, another thing. Uh, can you finally say that uh Trey Turner is better than uh Lindor? It's a small sample size. Hey, I've been saying this for a while, and hey. And what did he do as the first game I've watched in a couple weeks? On his birthday, hit for the cycle. Hey, what was it, 14 out of the last 17 for the Nets? The boys is on fire. Looking looking really good.
0: Okay, Mets are still in first place. They don't even have an all-star, so ha. And on my last birthday, I went to Chili's, and they sang happy birthday to me, and I hated it. I just, I just don't, like, it's, I I get, it's the nice thought, and I'm so stupid, I'm like, oh, wow, somebody else has to say birthday, nope, and then they, you know, roll up to my table, embarrass me in front of my family, I'm just, you know, trying to eat my three for ten, this isn't anything about chilies. I just don't like my family, like, broadcasting is my birthday.
1: Bro, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, so, you remember this core of the Yankee game earlier, right? In the so last time I checked this, this was before the Suns game. The Autonomy was on the bump. They put up a seven spot in the first. Yeah, they're 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 currently losing. Now, the Angels put up seven in, in the ninth. They put up seven. Where's this? Um, Jared Walsh hit a hit a grand slam to um, tie the game and then they then they hit a uh, two-run single and then they hit a RBI double and now they're up a 11-8. That's hilarious and looks like they're about to lose because Rougadero Doors had to play down 0-2. That's, that's hilarious. That's hilarious.
0: Wow. I've been saying for a long time Aroldis Chapman is bad and I think Aroldis Chapman is a double agent. Did he believe play save? Yeah, he gave Looks up the Grand Slam.
1: He did, wow. He, he probably laughed guys. after it too. He walked three guys. Wow. Wow, 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 wow.
0: He just loves smiling after bad things. It's like, you know, uh, that picture. And it's like, guys love, you know, seeing things that they blow up. That's him. He loves watching, you know, big sure games and he do. ruins it.
1: Wow. That's, that's funny. <laughs> I don't even hate hate the Yankees. I know you're a Mets fan. I feel sorry for you already, but the fact that they blew that at, at lead it's, it's hilarious, man.
0: Yeah. Sorry, Steve. No, it's it's fine, you know. Just have you as my most common guest on, you know, my podcast. You come poop on me, make fun of my state, my teams, my shortstop.
1: Hey, no. I, hey, I don't, I don't have a problem with
0: Jersey, you know. Just, I say. okay. See, I, I want to talk about this with Ethan one day because you know he says he's from Philadelphia, but lives in New Jersey. But that's a whole other thing. Nobody in New Jersey calls it Jersey. I don't get why people like that's not a thing. You know, like people in San Francisco are like, no, we don't say San Fran. Nobody actually calls it Jersey. I, I never have gotten that. But I guess you know it's a foreigner thing.
1: Yeah, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not from there, so you know I I didn't mean to personally offend, offend you. I mean, no, but it's just like,
0: like nobody calls it Hot Atlanta, like nobody nobody, in New Jersey says Jersey. The only
1: time is when we're like talking about the shore, and even it's like the shore. Okay, well, let me like I'm not from Atlanta. Um, let me say this: I feel like people who call it Hot Hot Atlanta. I just feel like that's, that's just a white guy thing because I've never heard anybody yeah, call yeah. that.
0: People that call it hotland are the type of people that eat wings with a fork
1: and a knife. Yeah, like I've never heard anybody call that. that. Um, like I so I didn't know people from, oh, I was about to say it again, people from New Jersey don't call it Jersey. I mean, that's just, I just subconsciously did it. I mean, I didn't mean to offend you. So, you know, yeah, I mean, I guess, it's, I guess like, it's kind of, go on.
0: It's like when people say, like, oh, it's a Jersey thing. Like, nobody says that. People that definitely
1: have never been here say that. I I mean, New Jersey is the worst anyways. I mean, well, I guess this is kind of, you know, the whole thing where people um, call whenever I say, oh, I live, you know, in the DV, Like, oh, well, you live in the Department of Puerto Rico? <laughs> oh, fuck yourself. Least, people actually say that? I remember when I, when I was younger, I had my um, my my very first PSN was... Uh, DMV boy, I think uh, 23, and (laughs) and I remember I uh beat I was playing Madden and I uh beat somebody and they're like, oh Department of Motor Vehicles boy, ha 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 ha. No, that's that is not what it is, but you know, I would, like obviously you don't live in the DMV, you know, you'd be there forever. Nobody likes likes the DMV. I don't know. That's just what people do, I guess. That's their own personal sick joke. I don't like it, but what can I do?
0: Okay. Here here's the real last thing, and then we're gonna wrap this up. Do you know what Taylor ham is? Ooh. What about pork roll? Do you know what that is? Pork roll? Yeah.
1: No, I don't really eat eat pork, so I don't I don't know what that is.
0: Okay, you've it? never heard of like a Taylor ham, egg and cheese? It's a breakfast sandwich.
1: I've heard of a bacon, egg and cheese. I've never heard of a...
0: What is, this? So what is you've it called never heard of You've never heard of Taylor ham or pork roll?
1: No. Hmm.
0: It's basically just like a breakfast. It's like it's ham, but it's a little thicker. Canadian bacon? Uh, I think that's what it's considered, but that's a big topic. Like, we got to ask Hartley one day. He's, he's from South Jersey. He's probably one of the weirdos that calls it pork roll. That's you want to make someone from New Jersey mad, bring that up to him.
1: Oh, okay. So I guess whenever I do his podcast, I can ask him about it. And then when, when you and I are on the show, um, we can all talk about it. And I can watch and listen to you two argue about it that's yeah because we're
0: from the same state but not really his part's way weirder than mine they're basically philadelphia 2.0 and i'm like a normal person
1: yeah that's that's, that's almost like you know like i'm well you don't know this but i'm originally from virginia but i'm like 15 and 15 minutes away from the city and then pretty much everything kind of south it's kind of a weird kind of part of virginia like it's just trees, and I'm kind of from like the. I, I'm not from the city, but I'm kind of from the suburbs. That's next to the, the city, so totally different vibe. Totally different vibe. Is
0: it true that Virginia's is for lovers, or is that just a marketing ploy?
1: I mean, when I'm there, I don't really feel the love. So, same here. I don't know. I don't know where that BS came from, but somebody made it, and. Yes, that's what that's what they're sticking with.
0: Yeah, really stuck. You know, kind of like that girl that left me on red for three days.
1: That's we've all we we've all been there. Just leave her leave her for the streets. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine.
0: But thanks, sports. Got my mind off her. Appreciate it. No problem, man. That's all the time that we got. so actually, you know, a couple of new things. I made a TikTok for the podcast at Wavelengths Pod. TikTok. I've I i do not watch any videos. I just post them. You know, everyone likes them apparently. So appreciate the support. Oh, Jaden Sancho signed with Manchester United. Huh. Gotta to talk to Preston about that. Um, so yeah, Wavelengths Pod, he's a soccer player. Wavelengths pod, Instagram, the talk as well. Uh, green room by Spotify is a new thing that we have done. If you are unfamiliar, imagine a phone call with a bunch of people that you do not know, probably will never meet and just listening to them, you know, talk about, you know, certain topics. Like for example, I joined X's NBA green room the other day, wanted to explore the app So if you want to find like really good Spanish DJs or just talk about life or sports or, you know, just anything, I'm sure there's some weirdos out there. Green Room, we're all on that a couple times a week now. Uh, Spotify, Apple, YouTube. Um, Yeah, that's about it. I think I plugged as much as I could plug. You got anything else to add? No, I'll be back soon. Yeah, probably will. He's not kidding. Um, yeah, so kind of like a first time thing. I think this is the only episode that we'll have this week. Uh, all our interviews are later on. So, yeah, enjoy our voice for, you know, a couple days. days. That's fun, marinade. Don't even have to listen to it right away. You can listen to it in a couple of days. It's going to stay pretty fresh.
1: Let it soak in. Enjoy it. Yeah. All right.
0: Um, Fingers are still dry after this one. So we're going to go. Later on. Peace. Bows (laughs) out.